Good morning. It's a big day today. Are you guys ready for a big announcement? <clears throat> All right. 30 minutes. No, I'm just kidding. We have probably actually about 30 minutes. We have tons of guests on campus today. We have guests that will be here tomorrow. So if somebody's asking you for a building, please be kind and direct them to the right building in the right location. <laughs> be nice. Don't have fun with our guests. I am excited this morning. I have Joy down here, my wife and the family. Thank you all for being here. It's good to have them in chapel always. Uh, we are honored today to have Paul and Pat Dixon in the house somewhere. Where did you guys end up sitting? Up there? There they are. So we have 995 freshmen that showed up this year. I'll give you that number again later. But to the 995 freshmen, the Dixon Ministry Center that we are in right now, named after Paul and Pat Dixon and their service to Cedarville for over 35 years now. We have our trustees. Some of them are still around with us. We had two great days of meetings. They're a lot of fun. We, we got done early. I don't know how we finished so early, but we did. Probably will never happen again, but that's okay too. Trustees, would you stand up and let us acknowledge you and express our appreciation for your service here this evening? Now, homecoming, parents, and alumni weekend, we always have some retired faculty and staff who show up just to see some of those that were here while they were here as students. So if you are retired faculty or staff, would you stand up and let us welcome you back to Cedarville University at this time? We have our School of Business Administration Advisory Council here on campus. If you're here for the council meetings and joining in with that, would you stand and let us welcome you back to chapel at Cedarville University. It's good to have you all here. If you are an alumni coming back for homecoming, if you are, or just an alumni, you don't have to be coming back for homecoming. If you're an alumni and you're here, or if you're a friend of the university, or if you are a parent or a grandparent, I want you to stand and let us welcome you for joining us here at Chapel at Cedarville University. <laughs> Stephen Clark. How many of you remember Stephen Clark as chaplain at Cedarville? Yeah. It's good to see you. I didn't know you were going to be here today. All right. Sorry for that private moment in the middle of a very public event. Um, do you know who's here today? Me. Good job. It's an existential philosophical remark. I'll refer you to J.R. Gahuli later, and you can talk to him about that. We have the class of 1969 back on campus for their 50-year reunion.
they were, they were so kind. They brought me some materials. They brought me a 50-cent piece from 1969 and 2019. Well, I don't know how you found 1969 50-cent pieces, but they did. One of the neat things they brought was a newsletter from 1965, the year they showed up as freshmen at Cedarville University. I read through it last night. I was mesmerized. I'm stealing some of their thunder. Sorry. Anyway, there was a new professor that year who showed up. It was in the newsletter. Announcing as Associate Professor of History, Murray Murdoch. It was that same year that we purchased a set of apartments that were new to the university called Cedar Park. If you don't know where they are, that's okay. We also had a record enrollment that year where the student body grew 25% from 603 students to 760 total students, which required an addition to be added to Faith Hall. In their year of graduation in 1969, do you know what happened? Scooby-Doo debuted on TV. McDonald's introduced the Big Mac. Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. And the cost of a new house was, what's your guess? $15,000 for a new house. (laughs) Those of you much smarter than I am, time machine. That's all I'm saying, time machine. You know, a lot has changed, but some things haven't. Here is the course of their alma mater that they sing on a regular basis. Our paths have led to Cedarville where we seek to do our Savior's will. We must impart the living word and rescue those who have not heard. Let us who have been amply fed provide a dying world with bread. Oh, let us be God's humble tool that he may use us and our school. Same mission same thing that we're here to do today. Class of 1969, would you stand up and let us honor you and welcome you back to Cedarville University. Thank you for being here. So I'm excited to tell you today that our university has never been stronger. The Lord has been incredibly kind throughout past generations, throughout this generation. We stand on the shoulders of those who have come before us. But I want to preface what I'm about to tell you because I'm going to show you a lot of good news with this truth that we know from Scripture. We don't preach a prosperity theology. We don't say that God is only good in times where God has given us blessings. There may be times in our lives, there may be times in the school, there may be times in our journey on this earth where things don't go the way we want them to, where there are challenges or trials that come our way, and God is just as faithful in the challenges and the trials as he is in the times of prosperity. So... We don't celebrate what God has done here with a prideful arrogance thinking there's anything special about us or like we bring something worthwhile to the almighty God. 
we remember who are we? That God is mindful of us. We are but dust on this earth. But at the same time, oh, woe be to us if we don't give God praise for the great things he has done. So with a humility, with an excitement and joy in our heart, we celebrate that God has indeed been faithful throughout the past and so much in the present. He has given us so many good blessings. So today, my word, no surprise to many of you, is faithful. God is faithful. We have a promise-keeping God even when we are a promise-breaking people. He's still there. Those days that temptation overwhelms us like a tsunami crashing against the sin nature of our very souls, God is there for us to repent and turn to, and he'll separate our sin as far as the east is from the west. We serve a faithful God. And this year, he's been really good to us. He was good to us in Bible conference. I don't even know who took this photo. I don't know where this photo came from. But all of those students down front, for those of you that are guests, we had about 50 professions of faith during our Bible conference. And yes, we still do require a profession of faith on the application. You have to have one to get in. But sometimes you clarify the gospel and you're like, I, I don't know that I understood that. I don't know that that's what I did. And so we had about 50 students who said, I need to clarify the gospel. I need to make sure I repent of my sins, put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And they did that. And then we had students who said, I need to repent. I need to get right. I need to do business with God, whatever that may be. And this photo just shows a few of them that came down front. God was incredibly good to us during our Bible conference. God has been good to us in chapel as well. Not necessarily every chapel, but in most chapels, he's been good to us. Hey, I watch Cedarville memes just as well as you do. So, so at the end of this, we're going to do just as I am. And all of you who posted with your names, you can come down. And, I'm just kidding. All right. This is a great chapel. I, I didn't take this. One of my friends from New York, Bruce Aubrey, took this. He posted on Facebook. I thought this is pretty incredible. His daughter's here. That must have been who's hollering. Look, look, look at this photo at the bottom. For those of you that are wondering what the temperature, climate, and culture is at Cedarville University, look at the Bibles and the journals. Where in the world can you go to see people hungry, desiring the word of God so that the Bibles are out, the journals are out, you're listening, you're engaged. So I'm convinced that God has sent us some of the best preachers anywhere in the world to our chapels, and God has given us some of the best students anywhere in the world hungry to hear the word of God and grow in Christ. Anybody recognize anybody in that group? You should. you should. That's 995 of you. That, that is the freshman class photo from this year. God sent us a record number of students up from 911, which was a record last year, up from 872, which was a record the year before that. And so now we are up to 995 students. That's an increase of 9% in our freshman class. That gives us an overall total student body of 4,380 students. 
And that's up 4.5% from last year. You can see the chart there. Can we just give thanks to the Lord for all of the students he's sending our way? God has been faithful to send the students. He's also been faithful to us in our finances. This is a slide called internal debt. We've done away with it a long time ago, but I want to let you know we are still doing away with it. We have zero internal debt. We had 7.4 million when I first arrived. It's gone. We've taken care of that. We are taking care of external debt as well. So look at this slide and then we'll give some applause down to 3.2 million. Now pray with me. I would love to next year be able to announce that we're done with it. No debt, internal, external, no debt whatsoever. So pray towards that end. Can we give God a round of applause for what he has done? We have some goals on campus this year that we're working towards. We are going to pursue becoming a more prayerful campus. We're doing this in many different ways. We have a prayer meeting that meets at 7 o'clock a.m. right over here in the recital hall every Friday morning. Anybody's welcome to join us. Thank you, Dan. I saw you there this morning. Good job. Well done. Do you want to know the biggest blessing of that 7 a.m. prayer time? I, I show up. I've only missed once. I'm there. Then that once I was in Canada, so that's the reason I missed that part. It's hearing our students pray. So to those of you alumni coming back to hear students pray, confessing sin, personal sin on behalf of our university, on behalf of our country, praying for revival, asking the Lord to pour out blessings, praying for their faculty members and showing appreciation for the leadership in their classes, guiding them. To hear those prayers is convicting to me personally because they have such a heart and such a passion to pursue God. If you could only hear some of those prayers, you would just be so encouraged, just as I am. It's not all about a time. It's not when you pray or where you pray. It's that you pray. We have others joining us from all over the world praying that the Lord would make sure that we are still humble before God and hungry for God. Because in times of great success, that's when we double down in dependence upon the Lord. That's when we say, Lord, help us not get prideful. Help us not get arrogant. Help us to remember that we are nothing in your economy. You don't need us. The stones can cry out. I mean, after all, God used a donkey to get his message across, right? So it's, there's nothing special about us, but we want to serve our master and savior well. So we seek to serve him. So we stay humble before him. God has been incredibly faithful to us in all of our projects. So another goal is that this year we're going to have an architect selected. We've picked that architect. We're going to begin developing plans. If, you're, if you haven't been around campus yet, if you showed up just here, there is construction going on all over campus, and I apologize for that, but we're really excited about it. Here's the projected timeline on some things. So I'll show you some of the slides as well so you can kind of see those. The 10-year campus master plan, we're implementing it. It's starting one of the things that everybody is most excited about on campus is the? Yeah, how did I know that was coming? All right. So for those of you that may not have known, we are building a Chick-fil-A on campus. It's not just any Chick-fil-A. This is the largest Chick-fil-A in the Marvel Universe. We have searched other, we've searched other planets we have looked all around ours. The largest we found so far was in New York City at 13,000 square feet. This one is over 15,000 square feet. 
It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. If you have been looking, you've also seen some still going up on the civil engineering building. Any civil engineers in the house? All right, they're all sitting up there trusting the structure to hold them up, I guess. And so we have civil engineering building on the rise. We also have a place for all the new students who will come in next year and some of you that are in overflow this year. You'll be in a 282-bed dormitory. That's the three-story concrete structure you see going up if you're on your way towards the athletic fields. That's going to be ready for us next fall as well. We're excited about that. That's not all that's happening, though. We're developing plans right now for the Callan expansion. So part of that expansion is going to be some locker rooms. Part of that expansion is going to be a varsity athletic weight room that is bigger than a closet. And we are going to work on making sure that happens and happens well. Upstairs, we're going to need some space for some new programs. And so one of those new programs that we're going to have is the Master of Athletic Training. Another new program that we're going to have is our PA program. So we have to get accreditor's approval on both of those. So this is not the official announcement to apply for them yet, but this is the declaration we are pursuing it. And so we also have, I don't know if Jason Graham was able to make it in or not, but he'll be here this weekend. He, he's where? He's top deck, right up there. Raise your hand back up. Welcome Jason Graham, our director of our PA program, the Cedarville University chapter. He, he's the new director of the program. We couldn't even get him a seat. He's standing up. So servant heart right there, leading well. We also need a building that matches the quality of the program on the inside. And so we need a new school of business building. It's in the plans. Inside of that, one of the new things that we're going to have is beyond. Now, you may not have heard about this yet, but this is a startup accelerator at Cedarville University. This is going to be one of a kind at a Christian university as an on-campus accelerator for student-founded startups. There is no reason that we should leave to the secular world the ability to start companies and for people to come along and invest in those companies and to provide information and mentoring and then have secular companies starting all over the country and doing these type things when we have students who are just as sharp, just as intelligent, with just as much passion, and they can start faith-based companies so that we flood the world with a host of Chick-fil-A's and other businesses similar to them not just Chick-fil-A, but other businesses similar to them, operating with a biblical worldview in going into the marketplace and changing the entire culture for the cause of Christ. There's a world that needs to be loved well out there, and you can love them well by serving them well with your expertise. So I'm excited that we are launching out the Beyond Startup Accelerator. Would you join me in expressing appreciation to those who are making that happen? Thank you, Dick John. If you are in the English lit and modern language area, history and government area, other areas, this will be your new home eventually. I, I think I'm going to put a chair out in the front lawn. I just want to stare at the building and look at it. So if you see me out there working on email, you'll know what's happening. We're going to have that liberal arts center up and running eventually. But before we do all that, we have to raise the money for all of those things because we're not doing it 
off of student tuition. We are not raising tuition to do these projects. We're actually going to go out and try to raise the money for that. So we have a quiet phase. Shh. It's not a secret, but it's quiet. So we haven't publicly launched it yet because you're supposed to raise most of it before you publicly launch it, right? Something like that. So we are in the quiet phase of raising $100 million. So you can pray for us. <laughs> in that quiet phase, you can see some of the opportunities up here on the screen, business conference center, some buildings up top, the welcome center, liberal arts building, some of the other things that we've mentioned. You can see student scholarships and affordability is a big part of this plan. Can I get an amen from some students in the room? Yeah. The Cedarville experience, we want to make sure that we have Cedarville the same 20 years from now that it is today, high quality experience, global outreach. I love to have about $3 million in endowment that would pay for you to go overseas on mission trips so that you wouldn't have to raise the money to do that. We'd have every student overseas on a mission trip before they graduate. Wouldn't that be awesome and incredible? Reach the world for Christ, athletic programs, some endowment, some other stuff. That's what we're working on. Those are our goals. We're excited today because we have some guests with us. We have some special guests with us. These guests include our alumni award winners or people who are going to receive the awards on their behalf. You heard him on Wednesday, but today our alumnus of the year, Don Locke, is here with us. Don, would you stand and let us express our appreciation for you and all you're doing? Friday night, I'm going to read about two pages long of all the things he's doing for the Lord and the ways he's serving well to the ends of the earth to get the gospel message out. I'm not going to read them all right here because I don't have time and the clock's going to run out on me. But this is a man who is passionate for the gospel, who loves Cedarville, who's been a good friend and who's doing great things for the kingdom of God and doesn't want any acclaim for it. That's exactly the type of guy that we want to give an award to. And so, Don, I appreciate you and I appreciate your work and your service and all that you're doing. We're going to give an honorary alumni of the year award this year as well. Unfortunately, they could not be here with us. They're in a better place. They have graduated to heaven. And so passing away earlier this year, Warren and Betty Wearsby, before they passed away, I had the opportunity to go out and spend some time with them. I had the opportunity to talk to Warren Wearsby about his love for the Bible, his love for people, his heart and how he developed his sermons, his love for words and his love for his books. His books were literally everywhere. And so we now have his books. And we have his books accumulated, some of them anyway, in the Warren and Betty Wearsby Library and Reading Room, which is over in our Biblical and Theological Studies area. Now you can go and you can use the books in the room. You can't take them home with you. In the room, you can use the books. You can study there. And today we're going to celebrate that. And we're actually going to have our grand opening and dedication at 3.30 this afternoon if you want to be there for that. And Judy Wearsby Johnson, who is his daughter, is here on his behalf today and tomorrow. And she'll be doing that. Judy, are you? There's Judy right here. Welcome. And other family members as well. Thank you for being here. And then tonight, we're going to also celebrate our young alumna of the year, Jerrica Ward-Lamar, who is a diplomat for the United States Department, currently stationed in Kenya. She is a great servant leader. I think her husband, Mario, is here. Mario, right here. Would you express your appreciation to Mario? Thank you for being here. 
Now I have something I'm gonna do for the first time ever. I have never given away a Cedarville University Medal of Honor before. We're gonna do that this morning. So I am pleased on behalf of the trustees to award this to Trustee Emeriti Lauren Scharnberg, the prestigious Medal of Honor. He is only the 14th recipient of this honor and he is the first to receive it since Franklin Graham won the honor in 2012. The Board of Trustees established this Medal of Honor to acknowledge distinguished servants and friends of the university who are, these are the criteria, community and church leaders who have furthered the university's vision and needs, check, or board members who have served the university for many years, check, or a friend of the university actively dedicated to advancing the mission and vision of Cedarville University. He could have been selected for any of these three criteria but instead he fulfilled all three of them and fulfilled them well. Mr. Scharnberg has served on the board of trustees for 25 years from 1994 to present, transitioning to Emeriti in 2018. Lauren was also recognized as an honorary alumnus of the year for his faithful service to Cedarville University. He served on our business advisory council for the School of Business Administration. He was named the 2005-2006 executive in residence Lorna and his late wife, Kathy, founded Cateco in Des Moines, Iowa in 1984. It's a manufacturing business and a world leader in the manufacturing of hydrogel. I'm not gonna tell you what that is, you can look it up later. They have also started another company called Cermasis, which is a contract pharmaceutical manufacturer. Kathy served the company as the chief financial officer until her passing in February, 2018. Lauren remains the chief executive officer for Cateco. They have been active in supporting their local church and Christian education throughout their region. Kateko is a Greek word. That Greek word means to hold back, detain, or in some uses, to check a ship's headway and to hold fast, to keep secure. That's exactly what Lauren Scharnberg did for Cedarville University during a time when he began to drift away from his conservative theological beliefs and doctrinal position. He served three terms as the chair of the board and one year as the vice chair. He led the universities through some very difficult waters and difficult years, and he was God's chosen man for that role. Institutions don't typically move back to the right. Everything in life drifts to the left. It always drifts downstream. It never swims upstream. It takes a strong, determined leader, a strong, determined board to take a stand for our high view of scripture and our board did exactly that. And Lawrence Scharnberg was the man that God chose to lead the way. He checked the ship's heading. He adjusted his course. Without God using this faithful servant, Cedarville University would not be the place it is right now. I'm confident I would not be here. I'm confident many of you would not be here either. Lauren has been a valuable mentor to me personally, continues to share wisdom, I need to get a book of quotes from Lauren. I don't know that I could share them all with you, but I need to get a book of quotes from Lauren. He has expertise in the future decisions of the university, and we owe him a huge debt of gratitude. So today, I am honored to be able to present the Medal of Honor as a small symbol of our appreciation of the magnitude of influence that Lauren has demonstrated throughout his 25 years of exemplary service to Cedarville University. Mr. Scharnberg, would you please join me up here on the stage, making your way up, and would all of you please join me in expressing appreciation to Lauren Scharnberg.
Stay right here with me. Don't go back down. I'm not done yet. All right. Lauren's son, Mark, and his family are here with us in chapel today. Mark graduated in 1997 with a degree in business management. He is now the president at Cateco and Surmassus in Des Moines, Iowa. He and I have been working on a special thing that we want to announce. I hesitate to call it a secret, although it is a secret. It's a surprise. It's going to be incredibly special. Lauren is just learning about this on stage right now, too, so... I think we pulled one over on you. His wife, Jana, his three children are here, Sydney, Jameson, and Lincoln. And would you join me in thanking them for being at Cedarville University? Welcome to chapel here. It's good to have you. Now, Mr. Schoenberg, I want you to watch a video with me. They're going to show a video on this unique screen that we have. We're going to put it to use. Can you turn around and look at this video? This campus is Cedarville University's campus. You can see some of the different buildings. You can spot the Dixon Ministry Center. You can see the BTS. You can see the library. You can see several different buildings that are going on on campus. These different buildings have been supported by people throughout the past who have made it possible. Donors who have come alongside the university and we stand on their shoulders. Paul Dixon could tell you the stories of people and conversations that he's had that's helped make all of this possible. At Cedarville University, we don't celebrate the person, we celebrate God, but Romans 13 tells us to give honor to whom honor is due. And so we have named many of these buildings in honor of special people who have done great things for the university. And there's one spot right here that's missing something. Anybody know what goes right here? There's gonna be a school of business administration building in that spot. So to honor Lorne, as a faithful dad, a beloved grandparent, an innovative business owner, the Scharnberg family, Kateko and Sermasses, have generously pledged the largest gift in the history of the university. They have pledged over the next several years the first eight-figure gift in the history of the university that will total over $10 million so that we can announce today the naming of the business building as the Lorne C. Scharnberg Business Center. For years to come, there will be a stone of remembrance on this campus to celebrate what God has done. What God has done through faithful men and women who have come before us to ensure the future mission and vision of Cedarville University. That building is going to be used to train a generation that will go out and use their gifts for God's glory, to serve others well, and for their own joy as they work in business and other things, as mission to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. God has indeed been faithful. He's been faithful to us and he's been incredibly gracious to us. None of us deserves any of this. The opportunity to be at Cedarville, the opportunity to study at Cedarville, the very opportunity as dead people, rebels against the king, separated from our creator to experience the grace and mercy of the cross of Jesus Christ. 
None of us deserves to experience the salvation and the grace that he has provided to us so that we can gather with joy and a common spirit and a common bond to sing praises to his name, to share that good news with a lost and dying world. None of us should expect that we deserve anything for we are just mere tools in the hands of the master. And yet he allows us day after day, year after year on this campus to be able to celebrate these type things in this type setting. Our God is good. And our God is faithful in the good times and in the bad times. God is faithful and you can trust him. Dear Lord, forgive us for when we take you for granted. Dear Lord, forgive us for when we try to take the glory and rob what rightfully belongs to you. Dear Lord, help us to honor those well to whom honor is due, to remember those on whose shoulders we stand Lord, to serve you well and to serve you faithfully for your glory and for not our own. Lord, help us never to take a day for granted, but help us to make sure that we know that every day matters. Lord, that you help us to live out the realization of numbering our days so that we may live a life of wisdom. God, take us this day and help us with each other to build up with encouraging words and not tear down. Help us to live in such a way that we love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we love others as ourselves, and help us as we go through life to stand for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. And you are dismissed.